to Marvelicious Toys. Hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more. Because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. They're not just toys. They're Marvelicious. Welcome to issue 23 of Marvelicious Toys. I'm Marjorie. I'm Arnie. And I'm Justin. Well, Arnie, you had a birthday this week. I did. And I fooled you! I fooled you! Ha 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 ha! Made it kind of a Marvelicious birthday. I did. Got me some... No hot toys. cards. Yes, they actually have a Hallmark singing card of that. Well, it's the Superhero Squad card. But here's what I don't understand. Captain America's missing. What? Yeah. So you actually got me a second card that had Captain America Chris Evans on it. Because now he's so dreamy, I can pin it up in my locker. There you go. (laughs) Those cards are getting impressive. I just got to say that. The technology in those things. I know, where you can hold it on the website and see, like, special scenes. It's pretty impressive. It is. And I usually hate the musical cards because they're annoying. Arnie got one that was who let the dogs out one time and tortured me with it. (laughs) Your own special kind of torture. But she actually fooled me with my birthday gift this year, and it's Marvel-related, so I wanted to kind of tell the story. I get home from work, and there's a little gift bag on the table, and I open it up. And right on the top is a Spider-Man comic. And kind of the floor falls out from under me because I'm thinking, okay. And it's a stack of comics, but the top one is specifically Spider-Girl. And I'm sitting there like, okay, did she misunderstand my collecting focus? I have the Marvel Digital Comic Unlimited subscription. I don't really collect paper comics. I buy them. I've actually gone really heavily in on Spider Island lately. So why is Spider-Girl here? And is it a run? I'm very confused by this. And then I look at the next one. It's ROM. I don't even know what ROM is. And then there's a Maximum Carnage issue of Spider-Man and Ghost Rider. I'm like, well, these are some comics I've read. I have no clue what these have in common, though, and I am very stumped. And I just... And you just thought I got you random comics. It sounds like the random comic collection. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just sitting there and trying to figure out how to react politely. (laughs) It's like getting tube socks and acting surprised. (laughs) Yeah, because the look on his face, he's kind of like, oh, it's it's fake excited. It's like, well, the Maximum Carnage, I love that game, and I could read the comic. And they're all very nicely bagged and boarded and in great shape. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out what to do here, and I can't even figure out the pattern. But she pointed out, they were all issue 37. She went through and just randomly picked some Marvel comics of issue 37 since I turned 37. Well, I had to trick him and make sure he didn't go to the comic book store last week on Wednesday because we go pick up our new comics that day. I thought she was just tired of me buying Toy Biz figures because it's like having my allowance once a week on new comic book day. I go and get a few comic books and a Toy Biz fig. Yeah. <laughs> so I went and saw our usual comic book guy and... I told him I was on a secret mission, and he couldn't say that he saw me. He's like, I don't see you here. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and he was great. I told him what I was doing, and he helped me find all these 37s. And he's when it pulled Rom out. He's like, here, this will really blow his mind. Because this wasn't your gift. This was the red herring. I had to have something to give you to throw you off the trail. Because I had planned we're going out, but we ended up not going out that night. So then she gives me the main gift, and I'm just really confused by all of this. You didn't really need to throw me off the trail, though, because this wasn't ever leading me to anything. I thought you would have figured it out, because in there was the number 37 of your gift. True. One of the comics in there, the one that I actually was like, oh, I'm keeping this, was Star Wars 37. Well, it turns out that she got me a full run of Star Wars Marvel Comics which is the only comics that do collect Star Wars comics. Wow. And they're all in very fine-to-fine condition. She got a bunch of them from Midtown and the rest on eBay. All the annuals, all the issues, all bagged, all boarded, all sorted properly in a long box. 
Now, I'm going to expect a full book report on the history of Jackson by the time you're done reading them. <laughs> Here's the funny thing is I will never read them. I have the trade paperbacks, and I like the trade paperbacks. This is a collection, and these will stay in their acid-free bags and boards like comics should. I was a huge comic collector. I know the rituals here. I immediately started checking them all, and wow, the condition was phenomenal. They were second printings on the first six, because the first mm-hmm. ones are really hard to get really expensive, but... They're just a tremendous. I can't believe the lack of yellowing on those. Issues. Midtown has an. They they're great with their condition. In fact, I probably would rate them at actually one above what they actually list things at. Very good. Had a sucky eBay seller for some of them, but that's okay. I'll leave negative feedback. But I've been working on this since the summer. You just casually mentioned, I think it was during this show, that you wanted the entire run of the Star Wars Marvel comics. I think it was when we were going to C two E two. Yeah. I always have this thought when I go to these comic shops and shows that I'll look for some comics I want, and this entire Star Wars collection was one of the sets. And while I have the trades, that is a comic collection I really wanted, and it is the Marvel run. So she combined my two collectings for my birthday. I did. That's really cool. I mean, you got to love just even the cover artwork on all those old Star Wars ones. Yeah, and some of the 80s ones are really actually amazing. The 70s ones... Pretty dated but iconic, but the I mean you've got you know people out in space without helmets on and giant rabbits and all kinds of weird things. But by the time you get past Empire, they've really gotten their art style down, and you've got like Jodo cast looming large on the cover and things, and some really cool stuff. And you can hear all about Jodo cast and other collectibles at Star Wars Action News, the Star Wars collecting podcast that Marjorie and I host, and Justin pops on from time to time at SWActionNews.com. Nice plug. <laughs> All right, well, put your comic books down so we can go check out the Spectacular Store Report. All right, so have you been to Walmart or Target to get your X-Men First Class Blu-ray yet? Yeah, I did get First Class. Picked it up. I went to Best Buy because they had two bonus featurettes that I can watch online on Cinema Now. Now, which one did you get? I noticed that there was a couple different covers. Marjorie had me go Team Charles. I love James McAvoy. We randomly watched a movie he was in called Starter for Ten. Phenomenal. Check it out. Oh, my God. Amazing. And I've been a huge fan ever since. And we watched Wanted. He was great in that. Yeah. Well, I think Fassbender stole the movie. Mm -hmm. McAvoy's the actor we knew. I thought January Jones stole the movie. (laughs) Well, part of her did. And that part was not her performance. It was just her presence. <laughs> it was her surgeon's <laughs> performance. <laughs> I still contend that Bacon stole that movie. He was amazing. The whole movie was unbelievably just... This is actually what we did on my birthday night was watched X-Men First Class and just really reveled in the... I think this is my favorite movie of the year, hands down, of any movie, not just like superhero movies. Whoa, that's a bold statement there, it's sir. It's so good. It is good. How many times have you seen oh, yeah. it? I've only seen it the one time in the theater so far. See, this is my third time watching it since it came out, and that is big. I don't usually watch movies three times in six months. I don't either. The Blu-ray release, I got to say, first of all, I love that it comes with a digital copy for the Apple TV. And the packaging they did, man, it almost makes me want to buy two because, you know, if you see the store display, it forms an X when you put the Charles and the Eric side together. And it's like really looking cool on the Walmart displays. Or you can do what my son and I did, which was rearrange the display and make it so Eric and Charles were cheek to cheek. It was very confusing at Walmart because they had like four different editions of this. Tell me about it. I was going to say that too. Between that and Thor coming out, you have this whole display where it's like, okay, you got the DVD, the widescreen DVD, the full screen DVD, the Blu-ray, the special Blu-ray set with digital copy and DVD copy. It's it's super confusing to figure out which one you need to pick up. I couldn't believe the amount of covers when I was there. But yeah, I did go to Best Buy. I was happy because it said it included access to 10 X-Men Marvel digital comics. And I was like, okay, cool. And I'm thinking for the iPad app, it's a $10 value. No, it's the Flash comics that I'm already subscribing for and needed my HP touchpad to read or an actual computer. You do get one comic that's exclusive to the Blu-ray. It's an Emma Frost comic that takes place in the movie universe. But yeah, unfortunately, it's all Flash-based, so not iPad or iPhone-compatible comics. 
One of these days, Apple, one of these days. One of these days, Marvel will upgrade their site to HTML5. <laughs> yeah, one or the other. <laughs> but it's a good thing. I love the features on it. Having reviewed the X-Men films for Now Playing recently, when this came out, you can find the archives at nowplayingpodcast.com. I had to really pay attention. There were bonus features on some of the X-Men discs where a little X would show up in a corner for like three seconds, and you'd have to hit the button on your remote in those three seconds, and if you missed it, there's no place online to find out where these spots are, and I needed to see all the featurettes for my research. This, fortunately, has a mode where when the time comes, it'll just show you the featurette. There's no paying attention to that pixel on your screen to make sure that it is going into that. I haven't had a chance to consume all of the bonus features yet, but the making ofs were very cool. And there's a composer's isolated score. Love the score in that movie. So I'm not a big score person. In fact, most of it just is lost on me. But I thought this movie had an amazing score. <laughs> and I loved how it sounded retro because this movie was a period piece, if you think about it like that. And the music fit. It wasn't modern music, but they were in old times. So your your assessment is well worth it as a purchase on Blu-ray? Oh, my God. Absolutely. Yeah. I picked it up again because of the Best Buy bonus, but it'll probably be cheaper. Here's the thing with Blu-rays is when they first come out, they're always in that, like, 20, 25 range. You wait a little while longer, and they're almost always in that 15 to 10, especially Black Friday, not too long. But this is a great movie. I couldn't resist. I couldn't wait for it. I had to pick it up and watch it. I mean, so often, unfortunately, I buy movies, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to watch that someday, and they sit shrink-wrapped on the shelf. And and that's why we're much more careful with our Blu-ray purchases, aren't we, Arnie? Well, it's kind of a marvelous time for DVDs and Blu-rays in general. I mean, they're releasing the Captain America TV movies on DVD next month. and That's exciting. <laughs> the Captain America <laughs> 1990s is available through Amazon, and I got the director's cut from the director. So there's a lot coming out, the Avengers. But I also picked up Thor, which came out four days after X-Men. And I'm a sucker because Thor, I liked the movie a lot. I could have waited for the $15 DVD. Notice it is still shrink wrap, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> See, the movie Thor just has this, I don't know if you want to call it a funk or what around it, because it's not a bad movie. It's not. No, but it's just it's not something I'm excited to see again. But I bet you if I sat down and put it on, I would be engrossed in it the whole time. I'm sure I'm going to have a lot of fun. You know what it is, is I think certain things, even if they're good, are hard to mount, especially if they're Shakespearean and such, you know, that kind of language. Yeah, makes it feel like school. <laughs> when really the fish out of water stuff was the best part of that whole movie. Yeah, once he gets to Earth, it is so much fun with it, Coulson and Hawkeye. And I really need to open this up to see the extra, you know, there's extra Coulson movie on here. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Here's what I'm probably going to do, because that's, Thor doesn't strike me as the type of movie I'm going to watch over and over again. I'll probably watch it one more time, and I'll wait till next year when we're getting closer to the Avengers movie. You know, maybe I'll have a weekend where I... You know, watch Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America. <laughs> Get ready for the Avengers movie. While you listen to the Now Playing Podcast reviews of each that will be coming out in spring. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Thor, I felt like in the artwork department, the DVD version got a little bit slighted. The Blu-ray version has the cool movie poster version where it's Thor kind of with his back to you and is looking over his shoulder. And the DVD one was, I don't know, it seemed kind of lame and just half-assed put together as far as the artwork goes. Well, I want to point out that the TV commercial for the Thor DVD, which I didn't see the X-Men commercial. I don't even know if there was one, but they got the Friday release, so I guess that means they're more popular. I don't know. But the Thor commercial, it's definitely not aimed towards you guys, I felt. I think no, I think it's Women? yes. <laughs> yeah, because I never saw a commercial for it to be honest with you. Well, it was Chris Hemsworth in a super duper tight t-shirt showing off the guns, talking about how hard he had to work out for this movie. That's the commercial for the DVD. Yes, I could <laughs> probably only... like with a voiceover making up features of Chris Hemsworth no! flexing. It wasn't. <laughs> it didn't have that, <laughs> but it was him sitting there with I mean, a tight t-shirt. Pecs showing, guns blazing. Is one of the extras on there like P90X with Chris Hemsworth? Well, I thought it was, that's what I thought it was first, was maybe he sold out or maybe he made this deal before Thor or something and he was doing some sort of like Soloflex commercial. Nope, Thor DVD. 
Well, let me tell you what got me to buy this, and I don't understand why they're doing it, but I had this pre-ordered from Amazon in the limited 3D edition. Now, this is post-conversion 3D. It was filmed in 2D, and then some of the effects were done in 3D. But they're suckering me in because they're only making the 3D Blu-rays for a limited time. I don't even have a 3D television, and I bought the 3D Blu-ray because it's limited. <laughs> Man. And I'm shopping for a 3D television, so I plan on having one in the next year or so. But still, I now own 3D movies with no 3D TV. <laughs> Look, for anybody who knows you, this is not unusual. <laughs> yeah. Can, can you watch it? On a regular TV? Oh, this is like the super-duper pack. I got the DVD and the digital copy and the Blu-ray and the Blu-ray 3D in here. Oh, that's everything you need. Yeah, I mean, it's the mega pack. It's the, you know, the bundled edition. But it was over $30 on Amazon, which I consider very pricey for a movie, where the 2D edition was much closer to 20 But... My thinking was, I am going to get a 3D projector pretty soon, and it's only $10 more, so what the hell. Captain America Limited 3D. I don't know why they're making them limited. I don't know if it's harder to burn 3D discs. I don't know anything about their mastering process, but... Because they can. Yeah, I think it's probably because people like you will walk in. It's like, well, I don't have a 3D TV yet, but like, if this is limited, I'll give them the extra 10 bucks now. <laughs> in hopes that someday I will, rather than just buying the regular old Blu-ray. Congrats, it worked. <laughs> but I got four copies of the film. I don't know, though. You mentioned X-Men came out on Friday. How could this not come out on Thursday? I wondered the same thing. That would have been a perfect marketing ploy, better than Chris Hemsworth talking about his muscles. Justin's holding his head. <laughs> what? Shaking it at that. Uh, I'm sorry, Justin, but Thursday is all over Twitter. It's Taco <laughs> Tuesday and Thursday. Truthfully, you know, Thursday is named after Thor. That's where we got it in our language. I know, it's just funny to actually hear <laughs> used it in marketing. <laughs> actually, and for a while, Marvel was running Thor comics on Thor's Day to promote the movie. Their lunchtime reading. <sighs> well, while I was over coveting the 3D projectors, Marjorie was hanging out in the Halloween aisle. That makes it sound creepy, but okay. It's going to be creepy the other way around, I think. Yeah, that, I don't know which way to go. But yeah, I was looking at the Halloween costumes, not going to lie, looking for costumes for my dogs because I'm one of those people. My dogs hate me for that. Your husband's not so happy about it either. No, but they do have some girl Marvel costumes. They had American Dream, Captain America's daughter. She looks like a mix between like Captain America and Wonder Woman or Supergirl. It looks very DC-ish. It says possesses... An indestructible shield she uses offensively and defensively. Of course, the shield doesn't come with the costume. Yeah, she is actually Captain America's daughter from the MC2 universe, which is where Spider-Girl comes from, or one of the Spider-Girls. It's very confusing. And they had Spider-Man's daughter. What was her name? Yeah, there's two different Spider-Girl costumes. Is that what I'm seeing here? Well, there are two different Spider-Girl costumes, but there's also, you know, Spider-Girl from the actual 616 universe and Spider-Girl from the MC2 universe. But I believe that one that is at Toys R Us is Spider-Man's daughter. It does say that, but that is not Mayday's outfit. Yeah, neither of these look like anything from the comics. These look like costumes. Yeah. You know what? It's a cool little costume you can dress up your little girl in. And you know what? Honestly, I'm... Sharon Carter, who's Captain America's daughter, didn't wear a nice, cute little tame skirt either. She looked pretty slutty in her spandex that showed every curve. Well, you need to dress up your little girl's American dream. <laughs> Maybe. I was thinking about doing her as a uh, hit girl. Oh, that'd be oh, cute. That would rock. Totally rock. And she would dig it because she gets to make her hair purple or pink or whatever, you know? Yeah. Purple. <laughs> Don't make it pink. You'll need to, like, get a speaker so every time she rings a doorbell for trick or treat, they open the door and hear, tra la 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 I can just do that. Two banana, three banana, four. And no one would get it. If that's not your style, then maybe your little girl would like to dress up as superhero squad Wolverine or Captain America. This I found kind of cute because for your older kids, it's like five to eight. There are the superhero outfits that cover the whole face and everything. But for the younger kids, they actually branded superhero squad outfits and they don't cover as much of the face. And they're far more 
cartoony in style, and I just thought that was actually a really clever way to go. Or for Spider-Man, it's not a superhero squad, it's Spider-Man and Friends. But there's two totally different Wolverine costumes depending on your age and how kitty you are. Are they those the ones that have, like, the padded muscles built into the sleeves and the shirt? Yeah. And the little <laughs> tiny kid ones are far more that way, and the bigger but kid ones adorable. are just more shadowed. They're far better. I remember dressing up as Spider-Man for Halloween, and what I was in was basically a red and blue garbage bag <laughs> with, uh, like, paper bag over my face held on by a rubber band and two very visible metal staples. <laughs> yeah. Halloween costumes have come a long way since when we were out there trick-or-treating. <laughs> these, yeah, these look pretty cool. If I was if I was a little tyke, I think I'd be into that Captain America costume. Maybe even the Thor one. The sleeves look really cool on that Thor one. The Thor one honestly rocks it, with the silver and the fact that there's a Thor costume and you could use this way to teach your kids Norse mythology. I mean, it rocks. Or it could just be a really cool costume for Halloween. Well, that too. And you can give them the hammer that fires discs. Yeah, see, I think I'd be torn. If I was an eight-year-old standing there trying to pick which one I wanted to be, I think I'd look at that Thor one and be like, that's a really cool top, and I can talk mom and dad into get me a hammer and a, and a helmet. But it looks like I have to wear slacks with the rest of it. I don't know if I want to wear slacks. <laughs> you don't want to put your dockers on? <laughs> so Cap might win out on that battle. Or Spidey. Iron Man all the way for me. <laughs> you can get one of those cool arc reactors and go to town. Yeah, Wolverine's pretty cool looking, too. And you can get the glove. They just came out with Hasbro's glove in the yellow and blue versus the... Yeah, it used to be brown. Now they came out with the brighter blue and yellow that matched this costume perfectly. Mm-hmm. And while Marjorie was over in the Halloween costume aisle, I went and My Toys R Us stocked up on squinkies in the past week where they had none before. They now have like a squinky half aisle with every brand of squinky you can imagine. And... They had the Marvel Series 1 and Series 2 packs. And then they also still had the blind packs there for the less intelligent among us. <laughs> because it's two fifty for two of them or $10 for 10 of them. Yeah, try your luck at getting one or the other at, you know, two fifty a pop or just drop the 10 bucks and get them all, you know. <laughs> I noticed at Toys R Us they have the Spider-Man dispenser there, too. They want thirty bucks for that thing. Yeah, twenty nine ninety nine. I know. We were complaining last week about how it was overpriced at twenty five, and then you pop it up to that. Oof! Yikes. What I did notice, though, is I'm still trying to figure out how you play Squinkies because <laughs> they had that same display that they have at Target, where it talks about roll the dice and all of that. And I saw a lot of things that I wonder if it might be coming for the Squinkies for Marvel, which would make me no longer a Squinky completionist. They have, like, little cars that you can put them in, and not just for, like, the cars line, but, like, just a lowrider vehicle that had three Squinkies in it. And I'm thinking now you can start crashing the cars together or doing something with the vehicles. I'm not entirely sure, but they're really trying to increase the play value. But I don't know how much really... I want to buy a car for a cruddy little half-inch piece well, of plastic. I'm confused because I saw them on a website that I go to that sells comics and collectibles, and they listed them as erasers. So I'm really confused. Well, they have the little holes in their feet. So you but they're not erasers. What the hell do you do with these things? <laughs> you make earrings up. Yes, but I don't know what other people do with them. Yeah, I don't think they're erasers. That's not the right type of rubber for erasing pencil marks. I would just rip the paper, I think. I think that website is confused. They're, they're trying to figure out what they are, too. <laughs> and that's their best guess. <laughs> but they had some for Cars 2, the movie. They had a Hot Wheels squinky type. They have the football ones. They had the Marvel ones. I'd never even seen the Cars 2 or the Hot Wheels ones before that day. How do they make them out of cars? They're just little Are they still little cars. fat kids? No, they're just oh. little squinky cars. Yeah, they're the characters. And that's just the stuff in the boys' aisle. If you go into the girls' aisle, they have a whole other section of girl properties. They have Barbie and... Princesses, you know, like, the Disney princesses. Prin yeah, Disney princesses. And then just like, you know, cute little animals that I think are their own designs and stuff like that. So Squinkies has their, their fingers in a lot of licenses. Now, what will they do with them? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now, please, Squinkies, tell us what you are. <laughs> Is it telling that they sit next to the Kung Zoo hamsters in most places? Well, speaking of blind bald and blind package stuff, apparently Megablox still has the license to produce Marvel stuff. 
even with Lego, you know, getting into it, I found Series 2 of the Mega Bloks individually blind package figures. And so I was like, ah, all right, I played this game last time, and I ended up spending about 25 bucks trying to put together a set and ended up with a bunch of ones I didn't need or want. And so I'm like, I, I tell you what, Mega Bloks, you're going to get $5 from me this time. <laughs> so I bought two, and I opened it up, and I got Wolverine. I was like, that's pretty cool. Open up the second one, and I got Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> and then I looked at the paper, and that paper inside of it is trying to tell me that Wolverine is the ultra rare one of the group. No. I'm like, you're just that lucky. Like, yeah, I'm like, BS. I just grabbed two and got the two ultra rares right. <laughs> but, I mean, looking at the pictures, it looks like there's some decent cool ones in there that I don't think came from, from sets. You know, that last series seemed like they were just putting ones from existing sets out there. But this one, they have a movie-style cap. A movie style Red Skull. They've got, you know, a movie style Thor and Loki. And then they have a new Iron Man. Well, I'm not sure if that Iron Man is new or not. It's the Mark Mark Five, the, He's the not racetrack new. armor. He's, he might not be new. I've seen then him in a set. Okay. And then the Assault Drone, which I'm not sure if he was out in one of the Iron Man sets or not. But he looked pretty neat. And Whiplash, I know I had him from one of the Iron Man sets that I purchased before. So I guess what I'm saying is I'd probably be excited to get the cap and the red skull out of all those. You need to talk to Jerry. Apparently, you may be able to trade one of your Wolverines. Jerry posted on our Facebook page, which you can find a link to at MarveliciousToys.com, that he went and bought four of these and three of them were red skulls. <laughs> Perhaps they're just not very well sorted. Yeah, possibly not. <laughs> he almost got the goocher there, you know, three for four. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, my thoughts haven't really changed on, on those things. I suppose it's a fun little impulse buy, but, you know, if they stop making them, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. Between Marjorie's Frenzies and Squinkies and every so often at a con or two, we'll pick up a Kubrick. I think I can easily pass on these. Yeah, especially with Lego having, you know, dipped their foot into the pool. It'll be, I think I'd be more willing to get into those. And they're looking pretty cool. Marvel.com yeah. posted a San Diego Comic-Con video of one of the Lego sculptors sculpting the Hulk Lego. And oh, so cool. it really kind of made me go, oh, that does look pretty nice. <laughs> so after I, you know, dropped my $5 on that, I decided to go hit my Marshalls and TJ Maxx to see if I could find those older Walmart Marvel Universe Giant 2 packs that are reportedly showing up. Or are they? I don't know yet, you know? <laughs> but anyway, as I, was, as I was leaving dejected without having found anything at Marshall's, they had some headphones, which, I don't know, I mean, they're earbud headphones with just little tiny bits of art on the side of them. But the packaging was kind of cool. They had some old-school-looking comic book art. And they, it was basically just the Avengers. You had a Hulk set, a Thor set, a Captain America set, and an Iron Man set. And I think those were like six bucks. But... I don't know. In the past, I've purchased earbuds at that price, and it just gives you a headache more than anything else. So if you're going to buy it, I would buy it for the packaging more than anything. I'm not going to buy it for the packaging. I bought needing earbuds, the Iron Man vac metalized earbuds when Iron Man 2 came out, and wow. I couldn't but One of them was like ten times louder than the other, so you could never get good stereo sound. <laughs> If you're at TJ Maxx and you need headphones, I'd say go up to the front, pay about four times more, and get yourself a nice Sony set of cans. Yeah, they. De I mean, that's in, that's where <laughs> they are. They're sitting next to the nicer ones there, too. So it just kind of caught my eye. I snapped some pictures. You can check them out on the Enhanced Podcast or in our gallery. I would never buy them for the quality. If you're looking for some cool artwork and you happen to be a niche collector of earbuds, well, there you go. These are right <laughs> up your alley. <laughs> well, you talked about the giant figures at TJ Maxx. One of our listeners, Mitchell, wrote in, and he'd given up. He'd checked all the TJ Maxx's after listening to our last show and didn't find any of these giant packs. He went to eBay and bought the giant scroll. And when he, he paid 38 bucks plus shipping, and when he got it, it had a TJ Maxx sticker for $9.99 on it. So the person Ouch. he bought it from on eBay got it from TJ Maxx for 10 bucks, like he was trying to originally. Oh, ouch. So his losses, our listeners gain, and that we that's the closest we have to prove. It's been out there, first-hand account, so... And somebody else has taken over the throne of official cooler for Arnie for at least a while. <laughs> oh, he still paid less than I did for that scroll. Oh, brother. 
I'm still I still hold out hope. I keep hitting my TJ Maxx and Marshalls a couple times a week, hoping to find those because I do need to get my hands on the yellow and blue version of Giant Man. Speaking of bargains, I was at my Walmart and they took their garden section and made it toy clearance. And I went over there and they did have Thor Superhero Squad three packs for five dollars. This was the one with Sif and the Frost Giants and Thor. They also had the Goliath versus Thor giant pack marked down from $25 to $17. Yeah, I've seen those sitting around, and I told myself if they went down to, you know, 12 or under, I'd buy another set. But they just they went down to 17 on clearance, and they just sat there, you know? So whenever I see them, they're still at $17, and most everywhere you can only find Goliath. I haven't seen a Frost Giant in quite a while. Ours also had some of the Spider-Man toys there. There was like a triple changer vehicle that it looked like some three-year-old had jumped up and down on like a trampoline. I was suckered into buying a couple of water-shooting deluxe Spider-Man figures for five bucks. Which are also showing up at TJ Maxx. Those are the things I have found (laughs) in my journeys to the retail outlets. I'm sorry to say it. Those are some really, really, really poor figures. (laughs) Yes, they are, aren't they? (laughs) But you know how it gets when you're on the toy run and you've been looking and looking and you haven't found and then you see something that's on discount and you normally never buy it, but you got some money burning a hole in your pockets. (laughs) I had a bad experience at Walmart, actually, because I did a major toy run just yesterday. Justin texted me and says, new figures are hitting stores and the new wave. And so I'm, you know, crazy going to every store, hitting three Walmarts and a Target and a Kmart on my lunch half hour. I drove really fast, boss. (laughs) And I got to one store, and I did see short-haired Miss Marvel and upside-down Scarlet Spider. So I was at least able to score those. But then I'm driving back to my office, and I'm like, there was a Hulk there. I bet that was Scar with the base. And so I go back after work, and this is the farthest out Walmart, a good 40-minute drive. Drive back to the Walmart. No, it was World War Hulk. (laughs) Well, what you're seeing there is that's a revision case that's shipping pretty heavily right now. I've been seeing it at Walmarts and Targets. So, I mean, if you're in need of any of those figures, hold off and do not go to eBay because a lot of them are shipping out there. I've seen that Miss Marvel at a ton of stores. So, I mean, I've had my pick on it. Like, the first time I saw it, I, I picked it up and I was like, ooh, this car's not in very good shape. But, you know, I may never see it again, so I bought it. And then two days later, I saw it at five different locations. So that has me a little concerned because they shipped a whole bunch of these revision cases out. And now reports are coming in that the new wave is shipping to both Walmart and Target. So I don't know about you, but in my area, the pegs are already full with these revision waves and not enough room for these. So even if they are here, I won't see them for a little while. That's how I feel is the Walmart that had these figures had the pegs so full, the figures in front were at like 45 degree angles. And the other two Walmarts, though, had no figures. It was the old mother's Hubbard cupboard of Marvel figures. There's a couple Iron Men sitting there just kind of swinging like I need a home, like the lonely cat about to go to the sleeping chamber. (laughs) Well, it's strange that, you know, I mean, it looks like Cable is starting to become maybe even a peg warmer. I've seen Cable at a lot of locations now. So he's just sitting around. I've seen him a couple of times with that revision wave, but never with hope. Nope, yeah, not with hope anymore. It's just cable. But, you know, I mean, figures that were initially super hard to find, cable and apocalypse and World War Hulk and Scar, they're they're readily available. So anybody who's just getting into this line right now is coming in at a good time, I guess, as far as availability goes. But what's got me excited is this new wave is finally showing up, and we get Steve Rogers then we get X-23, and then we get Ultron, which uh, I'm having a hard time getting excited about that one. It's I loved Ultron, recall. though. Ultron was a great villain back in the old days. I, I don't have a problem with the character choice. I just it's, it's a figure we already have, and it's just a repaint. True, from the Secret Wars pack. Yep, which brings up the last episode we were talking about, the Fantastic Four set. We both agreed that there hadn't been a uh, Mr. Fantastic yet. But now I think about it, Mr. Fantastic came with that Ultron in that Secret Wars comic pack. Yeah, the only one we were missing was Invisible Woman. She was the one who was needed to make the four. (laughs) That just shows how unforgettable he or how forgettable that figure was. It's because he's not stretchy. Exactly. And then we get 
a Namor or another Submariner. This is going to be the third one of that, and we've talked about him before. You know how we've had him with his vest and pants, and then we also had a Speedo version from the Comic-Con exclusive set a couple years ago. And now we get, I believe this one is him in his Speedo again, but it's a different figure from the one that was in the, the 70th anniversary pack. And then we get, who is it? Dark Hawk. Not Nighthawk. <laughs> Not Nightman. Not Hawkman. Dark Hawk. Yeah. But no sign of those for us, either one of us. I've hit all my stores, you've hit all yours, but hopefully by the next show we'll have them in hand for a review. Yep. I'm thinking that'll be one of those waves that once it hits, you'll see it and you'll see it again. It doesn't seem like it's going to be one of those waves that people go crazy over. There's no army builders or super rare people that we've never seen before. But it is going to be the first time we get the new female body with X-23. So that'll be interesting to see the new articulation and stuff that they've built into those. So, yeah, and all this time I've been spending at Targets and Walmarts not finding the new Marvel Universe stuff. I keep an eye on those Thor and Captain America figures, even though there's not a whole lot going on. But I have seen remnants here and there of the Thor Wave 2 finally showing up at retail, which is strange because we know there's a Wave 3 that's already been out there, too, that I have yet to see. But Wave 2 has the Warriors 3, so that's cool to get. And uh, there's two different destroyers, and this one I think is the darker of the two that's out there. And I saw helmeted Thor, and I did not pick him up yet. That's going to be one I think I wait for on the clearance racks eventually. I've not seen any sign of this in stores, and my Wave 4 from Entertainment Earth has been delayed. It's now estimated to ship late September, early October, so I'm starting to get a little nervous about my SIF. Yeah, that's estimated to ship not to you, but actually to Big Lots and TJ Maxx, mm-hmm. I believe. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I just I think a lot of these Thor figures and probably some of these Iron Man 2 figures are just destined to show up at TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and Ross stores. They just have not been hitting regular retail channels except for tiny trickles here and there. Like I saw a weird case assortment of Iron Man 2 at Target last week, and I was able to pick up the Hot Zone Armor Iron Man which is, I think, one that you got in a case mm-hmm. like last year, you know, around Christmas time last year. It's so weird. We talked about it before, but this guy's number 21 in the set. But on the back of his card, it shows the war machine, the munitions armor one, is number 19. Then it also shows us number 40, Stark <laughs> Racing Armor Iron Man. And then number 20, Iron Man Stealth, you know, with his black and gold Mark Six suit. So It makes no sense to me. If they planned in advance and said, we're doing 40 figures, and the first 15 are movie, and the second 15 are concept, and the third grouping of 10 is from the comic, then it would make sense to me that you'd have this. They're just insane. They are just, there is no other word for it. They are not right in the head. They don't count the way we do. If you ask them to count to 10, it's 149, 17, 32. It's like the lotto pick. And we're, we're going to ship figures 1, 5, 9, 12, and 23 in a case. You know what it is? And, they all go out for Chinese food, and they look at the lucky numbers on the back, and those are the next wave of Iron Man. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of looking on the back of cards, our podcast enhancer, Baron, pointed out to me that he found an air on the back of a Captain America figure. And I've seen it both ways. On the number 15 Hydra Soldier, they show at the bottom, the very bottom picture is showing a Hydra Soldier, but it's marked as Ultimate Captain America. So mm. it's, it's, it's a misprint, but I've seen it both ways. I've seen it with the right picture and the right text, and I've seen it with the wrong picture and the wrong text. So for any of you who are into minor little weird card variations, that's something to keep an eye out for for an already kind of hard-to-find figure as it is. Well, that's what we found in stores, but online we have our... Sales to Astonish! Online retailers are suddenly getting in the new team packs, So they should be hitting your store soon, but these team packs are the Guardians of the Galaxy pack. I already ordered that at HasbroToyShop.com. I just couldn't wait for my Rocket Raccoon. I had to have my Rocket Raccoon. I understand. And the Freedom Foundation variant pack, which is the one with the new comic packs, are also coming into stock, too. There's a Spider-Man and Captain Britain, and then Power Man and Iron Fist. I love that we're getting Power Man Luke Cage. I mean, when they made Luke Cage and it was modern Luke Cage, I kind of rolled my eyes. But we're getting Tierra wearing yellow shirt, 
Sweet Christmas. Power Shut man. your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bad mamma jamma. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's going to be a good pack. Two completely new figures that we haven't... Well, I mean, we've seen Iron Fist before, but this is going to be the short pant, you know, not all the way down to the feet pants, I guess. <laughs> what would you call those? Capris. Chants. Capris. Chants. Yeah. Bloods. It looks like Power Man is wearing sandals, too. Like little yellow croc sandals. Like Ooh, Iron put, Fist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's got, you're right, like little ballet shoes or something on. <laughs> those Slippers. are his Tevas. <laughs> now, question on him. With the Iron Fist we had, did the yellow chess symbol one ever really come out, or was that just a rumor? No, there were two different versions of that same figure. And okay. I can't remember which one came first, but there was a black dragon version and then a yellow dragon version. I've only ever seen the black dragon, so I was not sure if that's something I should really be hunting for. So, yeah, I'd... I'd that would make me think that the yellow version was the original release then. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the only difference on it. They didn't change any of the sculpt or anything. That'll be neat to have those two. But then the other pack is a super-duper funky-looking Captain Britain. That is odd. <laughs> and another Spider-Man, because we need another Spider-Man. Because well, they haven't the, made I, enough Spider-Man. And there's a whole line of Spider-Man, but we need another Marvel Universe Spider-Man. Arnie, this one, the blue... Is Pantone number 36928, not yeah, 36927. <laughs> this is Mega T Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, the, the photo shows that it is the cut hip articulation, and we haven't seen that on a regular suited. You know, Spider-Man, it's the same body as the Scarlet Spider that we just got. So it will be different from the 32 other Spider-Men that we have so far. But It's like the Clone Saga with action figures or Spider Island with my own figures. Everybody's in spider outfits. <laughs> Over at Big Bad Toy Store, they've got the San Diego Comic-Con Classic Color Sentinel up for pre-order. And if you haven't bought this, you need to. He's super duper awesome. I like the classic colors better. I really do. Yeah, I, I think the classic colors are the way to go. But if you can, get both, because I think they need friends and they need to hang out together. Ours do, and it yeah. Hasbro, Hasbro promised that we would be able to get that, you know, the exclusive colored one. Well, they didn't promise. They teased. They did tease. You're right. <laughs> they said that they would try to get it out there. So, If the Galactus last year is any indication, you might want to order this thing online instead of just thinking, oh, I'll just wait and see if it shows up at Walmart. Now, watch me say that, and it will. But, Justin, how'd that hunt for that translucent silver surfer suit you? Yeah, I end up having to eBay that bad boy. So, <laughs> yeah, if, if you would all think that you want this one, there's not really a premium on the price on it on Big Bad Toy Store. I would just pull the trigger and get it now and not mess around with it. And while you're ordering online, over at Sideshow Toys, they have just released a teaser of a new Marvel collectible they're coming out with. It's their premium format figure, which if you're not familiar with, these are the one-quarter scale, really detailed, mixed-media figures. Oftentimes they have soft goods, clothes, and so on. Really well done. This one they're doing, again, we bring up Scar, Son of Hulk. He's looking pretty sweet, too, just from that teaser image. I think he kind of looks like zombie Glenn Danzig. (laughs) You see it, don't you? (laughs) Yeah, I think it might be the eyebrows and the cheekbones. Yeah, it's the Cro-Magnon look. We haven't seen the full product. That'll be probably out the same day as this podcast, and this will be going up the Thursday after this podcast is released, September 22nd, usually in the afternoon, early evening. If you sign up for our Sales to Astonish newsletter, we will email you the moment we get this information as well as other Marvel new releases and sales. But from the photo they've released, the detail on this with the tattoos and the veins and the face sculpt, It looks like this is going to be a really nice piece. And usually they have an exclusive version that comes with a nice art print as well. I'm always torn on sculpting tattoos. You know, they do it on the Darth Maul stuff too, where it's, they, they, there's a definite relief line in there. To me, it seems weird, but at the same time, like, I don't know that I wouldn't want that there because if it was just painted on, it would look cheaper. So I'm glad to know that it is sculpted in. It's just I'm I'm torn on whether or not I like it. I, I completely agree with you on both. If it was just painted, we'd be sitting there going, ah, they just painted it. And they didn't get the lines right. But you sculpt it, it's like, ah, I have tattoos. I don't have big creases in my skin where it is. Exactly. <laughs> you can't please a collector. <laughs> 
Speaking of not pleasing collectors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not really too sure about these next two items. The first one is Sideshow's Iron Man life-size bust. Now, I saw this at Comic-Con. I don't know if you got a chance to go to the Sideshow booth, Justin, and see this, but it's creepy. It reminds me of that Robin Williams movie where he's the robot and the head's all creepy and funky. I do- Bicentennial Man. Yeah. This is a weird-looking Iron Man. I think it's the eyes look too close together. And the cheekbones are all... It's just the head is not right. Yeah. It looks like he is an amphibian armor suit. It's scary. have big ridges. It's like Abe Sapien. And even in person, it it came off as kind of puffy. It's too roundish, you know, in certain areas. This would be scary to have in your house, though. It just it's, it doesn't look right. And seven fifty is a good price for a huge piece like this. And if it was a good, you know, Mark IV or something, I would go for it. But with this Invincible Iron Man and the gills, I just ooh, I can I cannot support this life size bust. I think this is one of the first times when Saito didn't knock it out of the park. I think the problem is they were too true to the art, mm-hmm. and they just it when you take something off the page and try to put it in reality, it doesn't always work. I mean, it's got some cool features with the light-up eyes and all of that, but it just, looking at it in person and then seeing the pictures online, just not a fan of the face. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. It's not a question of poor quality on Sideshow's part. It's more of just, I think, from the sounds of it, all three of us just aren't really into that particular armor of Iron Man. Now, the next Iron Man item that we're going to talk about, I'm really hesitant to even mention it for fear that someone's going to buy it. And that someone may be me. Oh, no. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's an Iron Man Mark V leather motorcycle suit. So it is the briefcase Iron Man suit, but in all leather form, leather head, to toe to your fingertips. Listen, if I was riding my crotch rocket down the interstate, this suit would be the one I would wear. I'm sorry, it totally looks like something that someone from the Jersey Shore would wear. Doesn't it? <laughs> oh, like yeah. that one guy, the situation? Yeah, this needs to come with, in that briefcase, it needs to have some depth hair styling gel so you can <laughs> yeah. you know, swoosh it back and some face oranger. And <laughs> I don't think you get the suitcase itself. I think that you just get the suit. Oh, well, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> it, but Justin, it's grade A cowhide leather. <laughs> it's that weird leather where they press it so it actually has, like, the details of the Iron Man suit in it, you kind know? Of, like quilting. <laughs> okay, here's the funny part. I think the back of it is just, like, all spandex. It is. It actually says heavy-duty stretch spandex inserts. But I think it's more than inserts. If you look at his leg, it doesn't look like there's anything in the back there. There is. It's almost like boot toppers. He's wearing, like, a body stocking, and it just hangs down. The pant legs don't (gasps) actually stop. Oh, I see. It's like chaps. It's like chaps. No, because chaps are only on the front. These actually, I think, wrap around. Justin, you need to ask Chev for this for Christmas. And maybe then you can give us a review. <laughs> I love that it's got the little white circles for the repulsors on the palms. Yeah. The guy in the picture even looks like a Guido. <laughs> doesn't he? Well, they're trying to make him look like Tony Stark. No, it's failing miserably. Work. No, no. I think it's the sunglasses that really killed the deal. They look the, like blue blockers. Yeah, they do look <laughs> like blue blockers. Wait, what does it say? Comes with a free pair of blue blockers. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> What scares me is this, this is officially licensed. It says pending licensor approval. Let's hope somebody at licensing wakes up and goes, <laughs> nip. <laughs> I want to really thank the gentleman who posted that on our forums because I was having a bad day and then I laughed and laughed and laughed. Uh, this company also sells the X-Men suit. The more recent one or the, the black ones from... The black the, ones from the... Um, I guess the original trilogy of X-Men. They're also going to be selling a movie replica motorcycle suit from the first Avenger. They have a Tron suit. They're going to have leather stormtrooper wear. Oh, boy. What is their website? UDreplicas.com. Oh, my God, guys. They have the Daredevil suit. I may need that. I was actually just talking about that over on Now Playing, <laughs> NowPlayingPodcast.com, where we reviewed Daredevil this week. <laughs> wow, the Batman actually kind of looks cool. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Captain America. Wow. There's going to be some cool bikers cruising around here pretty soon. 
Hey, it looks like that they've been buying the Hasbro figures because they have the variant of the Mark V suit where it's in black and silver. Well, I see what we're going to be getting you for Christmas, Arnie. The Tron one looks kind of cool. I'm kind of digging the Daredevil. I need a motorcycle so I can... No! No. It doesn't come with the mask. It doesn't come with the S&M mask. I need a mask that has no eye slits because (laughs) I'm a blind man riding a motorcycle. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. This is just ridiculous. I want to know pricing. Right now, I want to know pricing. How much is this X-Men suit? It it doesn't say any prices. I can't figure out how to order it. Buy now! They're going to be a grand and up, at least. For your convenience... I can pay with PayPal. Okay, how much? And there's a payment plan. If Sir has to ask, Sir cannot afford. (laughs) Do I want the complete suit or just the gloves? Complete suit. Complete suit, okay. It's limited to only 250. And there's 250 left? Justin, you are correct, sir. If you were playing the prices right, ding, 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 you said a thousand, one thousand ninety six dollars. What's with that price? (laughs) It's not quite eleven (laughs) hundred (laughs) dollars. It's like they went to Walmart and then multiplied it by 100. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of digging the Batman ones with the built-in pecs. You can look <laughs> huge. You could work out or just spend $1,000 on some pleather. <laughs> this is grade A cowhide, Arnie. That's true. I should. It's not pleather. It's... You guys really need to click on the X-Men suit and look at the, oh, the guy, guy that they have posed in that outfit. He's a meathead. He's no model. This guy works at the company. Oh. He, he was standing around. If you were picking a model, you'd pick one whose, sleeve, whose arms were longer than the sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> Does the motorcycle suit come with those claws he's wearing? Because that seems bad in case of accident. <laughs> yeah. Not a good idea. Didn't you see how Hugh Jackman was able to turn the tight corner and slow down his bike by thrusting the claws into the concrete? You wonder what the difference is between Hugh Jackman and this model? What? Hugh Jackman Everything. did not need foam-molded pectoral and four-section abdominal no. inner muscle sections. <laughs> and I think his jacket actually fit him. You know? <laughs> is this one size fits nobody? <laughs> Oh, wow. It actually has accurate black suede diamond-shaped cloth sections, three per glove. So I think you get the little, like, rivets that go on the glove. (laughs) Earlier I said the Tron one looks cool. I didn't see the Tron one. I was looking at the teaser of the Rinsler costume. That one's the one that looks cool. Oh, yeah, the the Rinsler one. yeah. Yeah, the actual Tron one looks a little overdone. And then what's that Batman Begins one? Where it's just a regular leather jacket. Yeah, that's actually, you know, reasonable. It's just a little leather jacket with a bat on the front. I cannot make fun of that. Yeah. $298. It's a reasonable price for a reasonable product. There's some cool stuff there. Not that I would wear it. And then there's the Mark V outfit. (laughs) (laughs) If you wear this, send us a photo. I will send you a free toy. (laughs) I'll throw in something on that, too. (laughs) Help! I'll come hang out with you. I want to see you wearing it, but you got to wear it if we're hanging out. we got to ride on your little Nissan bike. <laughs> yeah, I want to get a picture of Marjorie on the back of the bike with somebody in one of these outfits. And he probably can't get on the bike with that leather. The bodysuit one is kind of weird, though. Look, they're all weird. I can buy the three-piece suit as a set and save 156 Canadian dollars, which I think is about the price of the <laughs> house. Yeah, you could buy, no, no, no. You could buy a Starbucks with that, maybe. <laughs> no, the Canadian dollar stronger than ours now. Oh. Yeah. Uh, we suck. Yeah. Whoa. So, yeah, if you want to buy the full getup to get the Dark Knight movie replica, and this one, they call it a motorcycle suit, but that could just be like a nice costume thing. Everything except for the, the cowl is going to run you about 1300 Canadian. But it looks pretty cool. I might just get the boots. That is not bad. You just get the boots? <laughs> I'm going to get the boots and wear them with shorts. Take a picture or I'll send you a toy. <laughs> <laughs> a, a yellow Batman will be my prize. <laughs> well, before we finish up the show, let's hear from our... Kick-Ass Callers. Marvelous is Toys. This is Dave Bonner calling you saying thank you so much for the, uh, the T-shirt that you guys left me, Justin and, and Arnie. Um, Marjorie, you you didn't show up at the booth. I didn't see you at the booth. Didn't see you at the panel. You broke my wee little heart. But I have to say that Justin and Arnie came through, hooked me up with a T-shirt that I wear around the house. 
It's very cool. So, you know, that definitely made up for it. So, I just want to say it, it was great seeing you guys out at Comic-Con. Um, I hope you had a great time. Um, you know, I hope you guys got everything that you, you wanted at the con. It was crazy. I didn't even get a chance to get all the things that I wanted. It was so crazy and busy. But it was great seeing you guys. Hope you had a great con. Uh, again, thank you for supporting Marvel Universe. And I guess, Marjorie, I guess I can find a place in my heart to forgive you for not even coming by the panel and say hello or by the booth and say hello or goodbye or anything. I, I, I cry tears of gamma-radiated tears. So... I'm out of here. Take care. Have fun collecting, and uh, you guys are doing a fantastic job. Thank you. Bye. Well, Marjorie, sounds like you owe David a beer or something. He's- I do. But see, what he doesn't know is I actually had my picture taken with him at Comic-Con the year before. Cause I went, may know. We emailed him. The yeah. I, I went all fangirl because he's a guy who brought Galactus to life for com- the Comic-Con exclusive. And I have my picture taken with him and the sign that says Galactus hats here or something goofy like that. So I owe you, David. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was busy costuming and running around the convention. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to make this up to David. You were at the Hasbro booth. He doesn't think you went to the booth. You I did. Oh, you yeah. tons of photos. I, I did, and I, I was, met some G.I. Joe guy. Every so often at Comic-Con, you're just in a line, and you don't even know it. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know I was in a line. I met some G.I. Joe. Hmm, it worked out. But we're going to make sure that you encounter David Vonner. We're going to get some airplane tickets. We're going to go to New York, and we're going to fix this. <gasps> we are? We're, we're- going to go to New York Comic-Con and fix this. So, David, we are going to come to New York Comic Con. We are going to be there. Marjorie will be at the Hasbro panel and make up for all of this. She will atone. Oh, I've got some questions, mister. You just wait. Wait to the Q&A. Hopefully over beers. (laughs) No, we're going to be there. We're going to have fun. We're going in on Thursday. So if any of you guys are going to New York Comic Con, make sure to look for us. We'll have some Marvel swag and... We're going to have a lot of fun. It's our first trip to New York Comic Con. Yeah, you guys are going to have to have double fun. You're going to have to have some fun for me because I'm still not allowed into the state of New York oh. yet. So as soon as that's lifted, I'll be heading Man. there next time. But. So, David, we will see you and all of the Hasbro folks in New York. And thank you for calling. Yes, thank you very much. Always good to hear from you. Hi. Um, I, I just wanted to say that um, I'm a Marvel Universe um three and three-fourths inch collector and a comic book collector. and I also collect other action figures like WWE and stuff like that, but I'm really big into Marvel. And uh, I've been sick the last year and a half, and collecting figures is really what's kept me sane. <laughs> but uh, another thing that's kept me sane is your guys' podcast. Um, I, I love listening to what you guys have to say. I look forward to it. I look forward to it more than most TV shows, which I think is saying a lot. But, uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you guys for everything you do. And I I don't know, it makes me want to do something like that. I'm currently writing a column that I want to put online because, uh, well, because I have nothing better to do. <laughs> I just kind of sit at home and do nothing. But, yeah, so thanks for the inspiration. My name is Dustin Wood, and uh, I love you guys. You're awesome. So, yeah, take care. Bye. Thank you very much for that call. It means a lot to us. We're glad you enjoy the show. Yeah, and if you get that blog up, send us an email and let us know where it is. We'd like to check it out. If you would like to leave us a voicemail, call us at 803-MARVEL-4, or you can send us an MP3 at show at MarveliciousToys.com. Yes, that number is 803-627-8354. He's dead. You can't do that anymore. I think that means he can't sue. That's true. Yeah, we'd like to hear your figure reviews, your store reports, your high-end collectible reviews, or just something like what figure you want made. I mean, you never know, David Vonner might be listening and go, you're right, I never thought of Squirrel Girl. (laughs) No, we need more Squirrel Pool. Well, guys, that is our show for this period of time. (laughs) Before we go, last time we said we were giving away one of the Captain America very cool iPod touch cases that we got from Marvel at San Diego Comic-Con. And we have a winner of that case. 
That's right. Our winner is Troy Moulton. So, Troy, congratulations. Just go ahead and send us an email to show at MarveliciousToys.com with your shipping information, and we'll get that out to you. Now, next time, we're going to have a guest host. Marjorie is going on a business trip. Yeah, we're going to go up to Wisconsin for a little bit and hang out there. Have some cheese. Oh, I know. As soon as you get across the border, there's a huge cheese shop. It's decadent. <laughs> for reals? For reals. Oh, my God. Yeah. Maybe you can go a little bit further north and get us some of these wonderful leather suits. Go to Canada and buy some leather. <laughs> <laughs> they have choice leather. <laughs> But Marjorie will be back with the show when we go to New York in mid-October. Cool. Well, I'll be holding down the fort. I'm staying home. I have to teach you to edit podcasts. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a plane ticket. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so that's it for this time. So until next time, true collectors. Make mine Marvelicious Toys. listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help our show by leaving a positive review for the show on iTunes. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade with the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews on our voicemail at 803-MARVEL-4 or email an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Arnie Carvalho. Podcast enhancement by Barrett. Marvelicious website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Announcements by Brock. The Marvelicious theme song, Bam Pow Kablam, is composed by Joe Harrison. See more of Joe's work at www.starwarsfanworks.com slash lionsmouth. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered weekly at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at swactionnews.com. Marvel Comics and all of the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a production of Venganza Media Incorporated, copyright 2011, all rights reserved. I'm telling you, there is something going on with my computer. Like, I've been beach balling over here since I've gotten home. I don't is know that what the, the kids are calling it nowadays? <laughs> uh, did they? Were there any hints that there might be a sequel coming or a prequel to this at all in there? Or did they just kind of do this as a one-off as they were making it? So you want a prequel to a prequel? <laughs> is that what you're well, asking I mean, for, Justin? I just want to be well, clear. X-Men baby, they're mutants just for you. X-Men babies, Charles losing his hair too. Yeah, see, they got to cover that because James McAvoy has thick, luxurious hair. How does he get bald? <laughs> they couldn't cerebral. slam all that into the last three minutes. <laughs> you know, watch Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America. Get ready for the Avengers movie. While you listen to the Now Playing Podcast reviews of each that will be coming out in spring. Just keep setting you up. <laughs> well, you're the Ed to his Johnny, I guess. <laughs> you are correct, sir. <laughs> that can you turn the fan on it's warm in here are you warm no i'm freezing but i'll turn it on i'll suffer for you justin are you warm <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a little hot in here <laughs> justin is warm he's taking off his coat and he's wearing the marvelicious toys shirt hey there you go <laughs> All right, one for the home team. <laughs> well, what'd you kill? A spider that was coming down beside me. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. I'm not Mr. Muffet. Go the f*** away. <laughs> Three-year-old had jumped up and down on like a trampoline. <laughs> what? <laughs> trampoline. Don't you have those up there?
<laughs> nope. It's from The Simpsons. Tromopoly! Uh, Tromopoly! <laughs> nice. <laughs> but online, we have our Sales to Astonish. You could say it with a little bit more gusto for the placeholder. Sales yeah. to Astonish! That's plenty of gusto. That's the right amount of gusto, mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> I don't want to over-gusto. <laughs> You over-gusto and it just ruins the whole meal. If you throw a potato in, that'll remove the extra gusto. Oh, there you go. (laughs) That's one to grow on. Well, I mean, we've seen Iron Fist before, but this is going to be the short pant, you know, not all the way down to the feet pants, I guess. (laughs) What would you call those? Capris. Chants. Capris. Chants. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, no, there's, it goes Capris. Oh, there's crop, capri, clam diggers, city shorts, Bermuda shorts, the hot chance. pants, and chants are for the boys. <laughs> Sorry, I had to explain to a male boss about the different varying lengths of women's pants. <laughs> Did you draw him a chart? Yeah, we had to show him pictures. He was really confused. <laughs> Why you could wear city shorts, but you couldn't wear Bermuda shorts. I like the classic colors better. I really do. Yeah, I, I think the classic colors are the way to go. But if you can, get both, because I think they need friends and they need to hang out together. Ours do, and it yeah. works well. They're actually holding hands. It's kind of bizarre. It's like this little sentinel love story over there. So happy <laughs> together. Why am I singing so much? Because <laughs> you're happy. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know yeah. the name of it. Oh, uh, unplugable. You're a robot. I'm a robot. He's going to eat your medicines. <laughs> Get my insurance. <laughs> We're going to go to New York Comic Con and fix this. Fix what? It. How? Fix it. Fix what? <laughs> it. Oh, oh. Keenan. <laughs> I, you know what? Can I tell you something, Justin? I was in a room with Samuel Jackson and Keenan Thompson. I went all squee fangirl over Keenan Thompson. Nice. <laughs> he would not take off his sunglasses even though we were indoors at Comic-Con. Whoa. <laughs> I, I was seriously like, oh my God, it's Keenan Thompson. Arnie's like, it's Sam Jackson. I was like, Keenan Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> it's Good Burger. Come on. <laughs> Sam Jackson made fun of me. I was so nervous I asked my first question wrong. I had misunderstood what he said. And somebody else was saying they were afraid of snakes. And I thought Sam Jackson was saying he was afraid of snakes. So I asked why he'd do this movie if he was afraid of snakes. He's like, dude, don't you listen? I'm not afraid of snakes. I'm not afraid of anything. I'm Sam Jackson. He's afraid of snakes. <laughs> like Sam Jackson just talked to me. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> But there's also that would be pretty girl. sweet. I know. That sounds dirty, though. She's a squirrel girl. That just sounds like that's a bad connotation. You don't want that reputation for being a squirrel girl. Like the slutty, <laughs> the slutty houses on campus were full of squirrel girls. Yeah, exactly. Because they always had nuts in their mouth. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. Yep. That was an ad lib, folks. <laughs> that's it. Get avian flu from the squirrel girls. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> 